This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. All right, welcome into another edition of the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Okay, we've got a great show lined up for you this year, this morning on KZIM, KSIM. Yep. You can catch us every single week from 7 to 8 a.m. And you can also go to our website. Theinnovativeteam.com. And you can download our podcast. <laughs> okay. Am I taking your cues every, over here? Yes, you are. Yes, okay. You're so good at that. Got it. Uh, every week we podcast the show. It's on mm-hmm. our website, theinnovativeteam.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the people that are listening mm-hmm. to us. Hopefully you're getting some great information every single week that will help you in your retirement. Yep. That's absolutely that's right. That's what we're here for. That's right. Is to help you in your retirement. And if you feel so compelled that you think, you know what, maybe I need to talk to someone that's independent and that has specialized in retirement planning for the last 17 years, then give us a call, 332-7855. Shoot us an email. It's the retirement playbook at gmail.com. In fact, shoot us an email with anything you want to talk us to talk about on the show, or if you want to just have an inquiry about what we're doing and how we can help you. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's there the information. Well, and one more thing too. So okay. if you haven't downloaded our retirement income toolkit, do that. Um, great feedback from that. You can go to our website at theinnovativeteam.com and click on radio show and you'll see us right there. Click on find out more and then you can download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Lots of good information in there. There's four articles to kind of jumpstart your retirement planning process. There's information on tax planning, social security maximization, and then my favorite, our generational vault, which we offer for all of our clients. That's um, your favorite? It's my, well, I don't know. I have lots of favorites, but that's okay. one of them. All right. Well, so good. anyway, check it out. It's good to know. I did not know you that. You did not know favorite. that? I do like it. Well, everybody likes the generational vault. I, my personal favorite is the social security maximization. Well, I know. And the reason you why. You like to talk about social security. I do. I do because I don't care how much money you have or how much uh, income you have or what it's still the foundation to a solid mm-hmm. retirement plan and so it's so important that you maximize those benefits and get the most out of it mm-hmm. okay you've paid into the system get the most out possible mm-hmm. okay so anyway that's why that's my favorite i say that's your favorite but there's a lot of other topics you get passionate about too <laughs> it is just start talking about something i'll get I passionate know, about i know it. I that's right that's right <laughs> all right we're gonna talk about what our today's show is about yes let's do it okay um so today we are going to talk about retirement options available to you when your employer does not offer retirement benefits mm-hmm. like 401ks or pensions or any other retirement plans so this is more common than you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so that's an issue. That's a problem. And don't make that an excuse not to save money for your future. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line right there. Don't let that be an excuse for not saving money for your future. Right. There's plenty of other options, and we're going to talk about all of them. Well, mostly all of them today. Yeah. Sounds okay. great. Sounds great. I could see people using that as an excuse, though. Oh, just absolutely. saying, you know, oh, well, yeah, yeah. my company didn't offer one. So now I'm sitting here and I'm 45 and haven't done anything. <laughs> and, and I have heard it. Look, they pay me an extra $200, you know, a month or whatever mm, it is. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's what you do with it. Right. And then with life. Period, it is. Though. I was going to say, yeah, it, everything's about choices and, and what you really exactly. want. Right. Is it You're, the needs and wants conversation? You always it's get the it? needs and wants <laughs> conversation. It's OK to have wants. Yeah. Yeah. We got to take care of our needs. First. Right. Right. Okay. I think some people don't see it. See retirement as a need until they're there. I think that's probably the problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, choosing the right plan for you. So let's just say we've moved beyond the discussion of we need to do, excuse me, we need to save for our future. I think most people, even if they don't make the right decision, they know what the right decision is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and people understand that, yeah, 
saving for my future is probably a good idea. They do. They do. You know. And so now we're going to move on from that and say, okay, we know it's important, but what do I do, Brock? How do I do this? Do I do it by myself? That can be stressful and it can be overwhelming. We need to get started on the right foot and you need to make the best decision for you and your family, mm-hmm. period. Okay? So there's there's where we're at with the conversation. Now, uh, let's, let's, let's kind of go back, though. It is a common problem to not have a retirement plan at work. And um, it can be more simple than you think. It's like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. Okay, what type of plan do I choose? And then once you choose the right plan, now how do I invest the money? Mm-hmm. Do I go to a bank? Do I to a broker? You know, where do I go and what do I do? And we're going to answer all of these questions here today on this show. So, you know, when you have a 401k, they walk you through the whole process. Mm-hmm. You know, you go you have through. somebody to contact. Yep. Right. Right. And so if you've never worked at a company, so right, you know, experience is everything. If you've worked at a company that you've had a 401k, you kind of understand that process, right? You go in, the HR person sends you with a packet. Um, you know, maybe you've got a representative that comes into your employer and he helps you or she helps you enroll into the plan, gives you some education. Why can't we replicate that if mm-hmm. you don't have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we can't. The answer is we can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, by the way, according to the U.S. News, a U.S. News article, fewer than half of Americans in the working force participate in employment-based retirement plans. I can testify to that. So, because um, you know, I worked in that world for a while, and it's you know, it's really scary to see how many people, even when it's offered to you, like you just mentioned, with all the the handholding and help that you can get, people still don't participate and opt out. It's scary. It is, and um. For some, it's because they work for smaller companies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that uh, most of the companies in the United States uh, are small businesses, mm-hmm. and a lot of small businesses either can't afford it or don't want to afford it, right? Um, and and offer that, or they work part time and aren't eligible mm-hmm. for the benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you don't work enough to be eligible for that particular plan if they do have one right because you're working part-time depending on the criteria mm-hmm. yep. exactly and every yep. criteria is different it's plan to plan and that's one thing i don't think people understand is that when you have an employer-sponsored plan it is all regulated and all the stipulations are determined by the plan document which then are a direct um result of of the owner's decisions mm-hmm. and that's what's unique about it it is very uh planned um, document they, oriented. Yeah, they could have a lot of intricacies is what you're saying. They can. You know? Every plan is different. <laughs> yeah. So there's no standard rule, you mm-hmm. know, for everybody uh, when it comes to those plans. Right. You right. know, and, and going back to small companies, you know, that's one thing I'm very proud of is that we offer that here mm-hmm. for our, our, you know, employee. Well, we only have technically, I guess, one. Right. Right. Or two, two employees. Um, but we offer that. Right. It's important. It and is. obviously we're in this business. <laughs> yeah. of we should offer it. And we should offer it. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, I mean, we know we, we do a whole match program yeah, and yeah. the whole thing. And so, um, you know, that's that's something that is meaningful. Right. It is. And that provides an extra benefit. It does. Uh, to our employees. It so does. It's good. Okay. It so regardless, um, um, I had my train of thought, regardless of whether you're, um, not your work situation provides you mm-hmm. with access to a retirement plan. There's no reason, and I think we just hit on this. There's no reason not to uh, save money. Yep. Your, for your future. Absolutely. So let's kind of dive in. So you want to tell some people some options, you know, who want to plan for retirement, but their employer doesn't offer that kind of help. Right. And yeah. so I think most people are familiar with an IRA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an individual retirement account. I like how you have to say that every time. Because well, people, <laughs> you know why I do. I know why you do. Okay. Yeah. Why do I? Because so many people want to put it in a joint situation, and you always have to say it's individual. You are so smart. I'm learning. You're not a lot. only beautiful. You're Aww, smart. Thank you. I am learning a lot on this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and by the way, if you've been to our website, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you pull up our website, and there's a picture of Daniel and I there. Yeah, she's she's beautiful. Aww, anyway, I paid him to say that. So no, you didn't. <laughs> so, um. IRAs. And there's two types of IRAs. Mm -hmm. You've got your traditional and you've got your Roth. Um, You know, so let's talk about the differences. I've done that in past shows, but but in case you missed it, here's the differences between the traditional. The traditional IRA, you get a tax deduction up front. So if you put in the max $5,500, 
which is $457 a month, I believe. And that may be overwhelming for some folks, and they're saying, no way I could do that. But um, uh, if you put that in, it gets it that reduces, that dollar amount reduces the amount of your taxable income mm-hmm. when you're filing your tax return, assuming you don't make too much money, because mm-hmm. then it becomes non-deductible if you make too much. Uh, but that's not an issue for a lot of people. But my point is, is that you get to deduct that contribution amount from your taxable income. So if you deduct, uh, let's just say 5,000 to make easy numbers and you're in the 15% tax bracket. Okay. You're going to get $750 in tax credit, you know, so, so not tax credit, but my point is it's going to reduce your tax, your tax liability Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. by $750. You got to make sure you say the right words there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So, <clears throat> you know, that can help you out with your current tax situation. Mm-hmm. However, beware. You might be getting a short-term benefit from that. But what's the long-term ramifications? Cost versus benefit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a cost versus benefit analysis, which is, hey, the cost is that when you take that money out in the future, your contribution plus all of the growth are all taxable to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have to do RMDs. And you have to do required minimum distributions. What mm-hmm. she's referring to there is at 70 and a half, you, if you haven't started taking a withdrawal from that money, which, you know, I would say 85 to 90% of people actually do because mm-hmm. that's why you put the money in there in the first place. Right. But if you don't and you don't need it, you're living off Social Security and maybe a pension, they require you, the government requires you to take money out of that. They say you've deferred the money long enough. Now, Uncle Sam needs his mm-hmm. money. They okay. won't let you hold on to it forever. They won't. They won't. <laughs> yep. So. And that's um, a traditional. Yeah, that's the traditional right. IRA. Then you have the Roth IRA. And the major difference there is, is you don't get any tax benefit whatsoever right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all, um, it, you use post-tax dollars with it. So mm-hmm. um, you don't get any tax benefit now. No deduction for the contribution. However, all of your contribution. Plus, then all of the growth and compounding growth over time. Okay, believe it or not, sh- your account balance, if you're invested in the markets, should grow over time. People, <laughs> we <don't> hope, think <laughs> yeah, that it does sometimes, but it does. Yep, the so odds are in your favor, the right? Odds are what in we your say. favor. Yep. That's yep. right. So all of your contribution plus all of the growth for 10, 20, 30 years is all tax free mm-hmm. to you, and no RMDs, and. No RMDs. Yeah. So you don't have to take the money out at 70 and a half. If you die, it goes to your benefit. You know, if you have a spouse, surviving spouse, she gets the money or he gets the money and it's still tax free. If that person then dies, the grandchildren get the money. No, excuse me. Your children get the money tax free. Mm-hmm. Okay. If your grand, if then your child or children die or pass away, their, their children mm-hmm. get it tax free. Mm-hmm. You understand the point? Yeah. You never have to pay taxes. Don't pay taxes on yeah, it. It's the never tax. So where are we at historically with tax rates? Mm-hmm. They're pretty low. They're the lowest they've ever been mm-hmm. in our history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as much as people like to complain about paying taxes and hey, I'm right there with you. Nobody likes to right. pay taxes. <laughs> That's right? say. But Find the person who likes it. Because, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so what does that tell you? That tells you that taxes are on sale right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So if they're low now and we think they're going to be higher in the future, especially 10, 20, long-term future, then why wouldn't you do the Roth? Mm-hmm. Agreed. There's not a lot of accountants that would agree with that statement, but I do. And I think their point is valid. Look, you know you're getting the tax benefit now. You don't know that you're going to get a tax benefit mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You know? yeah. But somebody will. Yeah. And that's my argument against that. Somebody will. Even if you pass away, your 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 family will benefit from tax-free mm-hmm. dollars. Yep. Okay? Yep. All right. Like it. Okay, that's it for this segment. Stay tuned for our next segment. We're going to give you some more ideas on what you could be doing if you don't have a plan at work. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Rock and Danielle. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Innovative Financial Solutions at 573 573- 332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. 
All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook. Thank you so much for listening. We love bringing this information to you every Saturday morning right here on KZIM, KSIM from 7 to 8 a.m. Again, every Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. tune in. Mm -hmm. We're here. We're here, (laughs) ready to give you some awesome information. That's right. um, Last segment we were talking about, you know, hey, if you don't have a retirement plan at work, it's okay. Don't make that be an excuse, Mm -hmm. though, for not Mm -hmm. saving money for your future and in your retirement. Um, and so there are ways to, to save outside of, a, of an employer plan. The most common way we hit on at the last, end of last segment was the IRA, mm-hmm. which is a individual retirement account. <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh every time you I say know. it. <laughs> you can't put two people on an individual right? retirement account, yep. folks. Yep. You can have a beneficiary, which you have to have. Oh my right. gosh, wow. That's so important, yeah. right? Yeah. We talk about that all the time. Make sure that you're reviewing your beneficiaries mm-hmm. at least on an annual basis and abs- absolutely when there's a life-changing event. Yep, absolutely. Okay? Yep. So that, Awful that, situation for things not to go the way you want them to go. You know, when people die, it's already a, a yeah. an emotional, just, you know, it's awful. It is. And But to make it worse is to be confused about what mm-hmm. is going on with ownership of a particular investment or then the beneficiary designation. And if it's not right, you can really go through, it gives you a lot of headaches. Yep. Well, we talked a little bit about, we've talked in other shows a lot about planning for this kind of situation, but you know, just as a reminder, if you haven't listened to some of our shows, make sure to whoever your designated person is knows where all your information is kept. You know, we talk about our generational vault and everything can be secure and electronic, but you know, some people still have paper files and stuff. If it's spread out, try to get it consolidated, put it in a location, help your Help your family out. So make it a little easier for everyone. I met with a guy this past week and he said, man, when I die, I just, it's going to be an absolute mess. I said, no, it's not. I said, not if you work with us. That's right. That's right. You know, then he really needs you. (laughs) included as being a client. We don't charge extra to help beneficiaries find out where everything is. Right. And get organized. Because we do it. Yep. For people. Yep. And it's like, no, no, no. Maybe with someone else or maybe with some other firm, but not us. Not us. That's right. We right. want it to be an easy process. So, right. Yep. So we really pride ourselves on that. We do. Give us a call, 332-7855, by the way, if you have any information that you want to uh, find out about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're very knowledgeable in a lot of areas. We're not an expert. We don't know everything, but we know a lot. So yep. give us a call. Yep. All right. There's our little soapbox. We digress yeah. for a minute. So do you want to do a little recap on traditional and Roth IRAs just so we can kind of, you know, summarize that before we move on to maybe some other options? Yeah. So, you know, we talked about, you know, putting in money in a traditional IRA being deductible uh, when you make the contribution, but then it's all taxable to you in retirement. And we've also talked about, you know, the Roth IRA, you don't get a deduction, but it's all tax free to you in retirement. Um, you know, and, and, and people say, well, um, I want to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement because I'm not going to be working and that's why I'd rather do a traditional IRA. And a lot of times, to be honest with you, that ends up not being true mm-hmm. as far as being in a lower tax bracket. Number one. And number two is, uh, and by the way, I don't want to be in a lower tax bracket. Do you want to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire? No, no. Because no, you want to maintain it. May, at least be able to maintain your standard. Hey man, living, right? there's, there's, there's a gap. You know, when yeah. you stop oh, working. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you, you know, start withdrawing on your assets and taking Social Security and those kinds of things. And that's fine. But let's not have that gap be less mm-hmm. than what it was when you were working. Well, and have you seen where people are able to cut back that much? Right. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't it's, happen. It's nice in theory. Yeah. But it's not something that's actually a practical application. Well, and I think in retirement too, truly, you know, besides maintaining your current lifestyle, hopefully you want to do a little bit more, you know, whether that's being able to go. It's a great point. You know, travel, vacation, volunteer, give more money, you know, whatever it is that you enjoy doing, I would think you'd want a little little extra in that slush fund. Do you think anybody's listening to us right now that's in St. Louis at the PGA Championship? <laughs> I bet. Are I they bet. on their way? Are they on their way? I mean, yeah. come on. Just because you're going up there doesn't mean you can't listen to that's us true. in the vehicle that's true. on the way that's up. That's true. <laughs> you can Maybe. stream us. Shout out to anybody website. who is listening to us. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. That is so unbelievable. So is cool. it not? So cool. Having a major, even if you're not a sports fan, yeah. even if you're not a golf fan, agreed. How cool is it to have one of the major events, yeah, in a particular sporting event that that is hosted so close, right, two hours away in right. St. Louis? It is pretty awesome. The best in the world at whatever they do are in St. Louis mm-hmm. playing. 
it's and just only so two cool. hours I away just, from us. Yeah. Well, and it's near and dear to my heart because I love You I do love, love golf. golf. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. It's kind of a family thing. Your dad loves golf too. He does. Yeah. He does. <laughs> so anyway. It's in the genes. Okay. Uh, wow. We. I know. Jumped off. off. We, we're having yeah. a little soapboxes okay. today. So uh-huh, yeah. Right? <laughs> so, well, so anyway, the, the whole theory of the traditional IRA is that you'll be in a lower tax bracket of retirement. And that's the whole theory of the 401k, by the way, as well. So if you have the option, which by the way, not a lot of employers still offer, they still don't offer the Roth 401k. Why don't you? It's an option. It doesn't cost the employer any more money. Um, now, there's maybe potentially a little bit more administration, but if mm-hmm. you've got a third-party administrator that knows what they're doing, it's really no more work on the employer either. Mm-hmm. So let's, employers, get out there. If you don't offer that to your employees and you have a 401k, just add the Roth option. Mm-hmm. It gives the, your employees at least an option to invest on a post-tax right. basis. Choices are good. And then be tax-free in retirement. Yep. Um, okay. So, <clears throat> again, lower tax bracket. That's good in theory, but nobody really wants to be in a lower tax bracket once they retire. Right. Um, And And I don't think that's a good thing to plan for. (laughs) Well, exactly. I don't either. But here's the other aspect of that is that what happens if tax rates go up? Right. We've Mm -hmm. talked about this. If you look at a historical tax uh, tax rates in our country and you go back to, say, the 30s, when the highest tax bracket. Now, again, you had to make a million dollars or more at this time. And back in the 30s, geez, Louise, that's, you know. Who knows what that is in today's time? Right. But my point is, is that they've been as high as 80 or 90%. That's the top tax bracket. Can you imagine that? That's insane. And you can see the, uh, like, if you look at a graph of the tax rates in our country, I mean, it's just kind of like a slow all the way down to now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, our tax brackets, because of the change here, the tax law change that uh, they passed earlier this year, or I guess technically late last year, you know, you're looking at tax rates of 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, and 37 for people that make over half a million bucks. So my point is, is that they're a third of what they Mm -hmm. were. I mean, I get it. This was, you know, long, long time ago, right? Almost a hundred years ago, but still, um, you know, my point to all that is, we are at the lowest tax rates we've had in our country. Right. Okay. And with $20 trillion in debt, do you yeah. think they're going to go down? <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. We've got to get out of that. Yeah. Somebody is going to pay for it. Right. And you can't have all the people making over $500,000 paying for the tax mm-hmm. bill. It's just, there's not enough people. Right. Not enough that people make to make over 500000 that can do it. Right. So my point is, is that I don't think tax rates are going to be going down so even if you said, oh, well, I might be in a lower, I'm probably going to have lower income in retirement. Well, what if the tax rates go up? Right. Or even if it stays the same. Even if it stays the same. Compared to where you same. are. Yeah, it's still beneficial. Yeah. So yep. seriously, Good. people, take a look at the Roth IRA. I'm a huge proponent. I'm not saying the traditional way is a bad way to go. It's not. Right. It's just that, you know, and, and by the way, tax diversification is not a bad thing either. Mm-hmm. You know, you always talk about diversification in terms of your investment mix and those kinds of things. But tax diversification is also a good right, thing. Right, right. You know, obviously, if all of your retirement income was tax-free, that right. would be great. Yeah. <laughs> but but at least this gives you options and it says, okay, you know, half of my income is going to be tax-free and the other mm-hmm. half is going to be taxable. That's not entirely a bad thing. No. Because you got some break while you were working and you got some break in retirement. So there's another thought right. is to kind of split it up. You got $5,500 that you can do. What if you did 2003, 3500 mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so- something to think about. Yep. But again, I think it, this is what, you know, we kind of tell everybody, everybody's situation is unique and different. I mean, no retirement plan is the same. So that's why it's important to work with a professional that can help you structure yours exactly the way you want it to be done. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So, you know, you've got different options available. Um, obviously with a 401k, you're, you're, you don't have any income limits. For example, if you make over, I think it's $200,000, 199, something like that, that you can't do a Roth IRA. Okay. Um, let's see, I'm going to get it right here right Mm -hmm. now for you. Yeah, it's actually, that is right. It's $199,000. If you make over that Mm -hmm. jointly as a married couple, um, then, then you can't contribute to a Roth IRA. Okay. Um, but there's no income limits on a 401k. Mm -hmm. So if your employer offers a Roth 401k, not only are there not income limits to contribute to it, but there's also a way higher limit. Mm-hmm. So 18500 right. versus 5500 That's huge. 
It's huge. Yeah. So if you're somebody going, well, I don't want to contribute to my employer's plan, you might want to check it out. Right. Yeah. But again, we're not talking about that today. Show. No, we're talking about yep. for people that don't have a 401k or any kind of workplace retirement. Yep. Okay? Agreed. Agreed. We ready okay. to talk about the next topic? Yes. Do we have time? No. Oh. <laughs> so let's take a short break. Okay. We'll come back and we'll get into more of these strategies. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Do you want to help mitigate the uncertainty of future taxes on your Social Security benefits? The growth of earnings and the distributions of your qualified accounts could be tax-free by converting some of your 401k to a Roth IRA. At Innovative Financial Solutions, this is just one strategy that we can put into place and help answer your questions about your 401k and IRA rollovers. Visit us at, on the web at theinnovativeteam.com or give us a call at 332-7855 to learn about these strategies. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to this edition. I know like you're saying edition now. Edition. Edition. <laughs> we're, we're fancying it the up. The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle brought to you by Innovative mm-hmm. Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. If you have any questions relating or regarding retirement, uh, saving, taxes, all that stuff, mm-hmm. okay, give us a call 332-7855. Or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Or lastly, shoot us an email at the retirement playbook at gmail.com. There it is. There's okay. all the ways. You can find us. We're out there. We're out there. I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. You can find us if you want to. That's right. That's right. So we kind of wrapped up last segment talking about traditional and Roth IRAs. Um, so I think we're going to start talking about SEP IRAs. Is that correct? As an option, maybe? Yeah. So if yeah. you don't have a workplace 401k or a pension or anything like that, and you know you need to save for your future, nobody, nobody's going to dispute that, right? Um, there is another option. You can go with a SEP IRA. It's called a Simplified Employee Pension Individual Retirement Account. It's a mouthful. I know. It's a lot. Okay. Um, but these are accounts are for people that are self-employed, uh, maybe you're a freelancer. Maybe you do some work on the side. You know, um, it's a good option. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're your own boss in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, if you don't have uh, a plan at work, you can do some side work and be able to contribute to this kind of plan. Mm-hmm. Now, um, how do we determine? And by the way, there are much higher limits on the SEP IRA than there are with the. Uh, uh, the regular IRA. Oh, okay. So especially okay. if you're wanting to um, put more money than the fifty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. that the the IRA allows you to do. And by the way, if you're over fifty, there is a catch up contribution. Okay, um, and that is another thousand dollars. So you can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, that sounds that's great. Yeah, if you're because I mean 50, you're right. People don't think about SEP IRAs. Yeah, much, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's a huge contribution mm-hmm. limit, which is $55,000. It's 25% of the income that you make mm-hmm. from that business uh, income. So if you bring in $10,000, you can do 2500 Okay. Okay. All the way up to the $55,000. So if you're doing that, right. wow. Wow. <laughs> but good, hey, good hey, for you. Yeah, good right? for you. That's yeah. right. And hopefully you're putting that money away. Right. 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 So, yeah. So now what do you do? So you have this new SEP IRA. You mm-hmm. have this IRA. What do you do? You know, how do you save this money? And that's where a professional comes in, folks. You can do it yourself. There's no doubt about it. You can go to uh, Fidelity or, or a uh, Vanguard or whatever, and you can open an account online and you can try to do this yourself. But I would highly recommend you talk to a financial services professional that can help you plan for your retirement. What does all this mean? You know, am I doing enough? Am I doing, you know, where where do I invest the money? How do I invest the money? All these things can be answered if you're working with a financial professional. Um, And so, you know, most likely what you'll end up doing is investing it in the stock market and those kinds of things. Maybe some alternatives, maybe some bonds, you know, those kinds of things. So, but it's all... It's all specific to you. It's all customized to you. Mm-hmm. It should be anyway. It should be. Yeah. Because everybody's situation is different. I One of the ways that. you can do that, by the way, and find out what you, how you should invest your money from a risk level is you can go to our risk analysis, color of money risk analysis. Mm-hmm. Mycolorofmoney.org. 
is our website. Um, that's what you wanted me to say, right? <laughs> You're so, so good. Man. I'm so good. I was right there. So mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org. Um, it's a simple little survey. It's literally 11 questions and it tells you kind of where you are as an investor and your comfort level. Um, you use it a lot. You know, it's kind of like a starting point to kickstart a conversation, you know, as far as where your risk tolerance is and what your comfortability is. Is that a word? Comfortability? Yeah, sure Make it is. Sure? Sounds it is good. this morning. <laughs> it is this morning. So check it out if you're kind of interested in that because we've seen a lot of people be really surprised, um, thought they were a little more aggressive in their approach to investment and then realized that, wow, I'm, I'm more conservative than I thought I was. And, and you know, that changed kind of their strategy towards retirement and how they wanted to make sure their funds were allocated. So yeah, check it out. MyColorMoney.org. All right. There you go. You'll get a little score and it'll tell you about that score. You Fill out the information and boom, bang, bang. I feel like I've got a commercial for Color Money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, <laughs> good it's a very simple. It is. It's a good commercial. Easy way for the average Joe to understand right. kind of where they should be from a risk level. Yeah. And it changes too. I think that's what's Absolutely interesting too. It does. Is that, you should you take know, it every year. You least. should. Yeah. Today is going to be a lot different than it is, you know, next year or 10 years from now or whatever. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Good. All right. All right. So back to looking at some other options. So SEP IRAs are obviously a legitimate choice, right? right. So right. for an employer sponsor plan. But um, is there another option for people? Yeah, there is that you can set up on your own okay. or that with the help of a, a professional. Right. You can set up what we call a solo 401k. A lot of people don't know about mm-hmm. solo 401ks. And you've helped some people with this. <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah. I have individual 401ks. Um, so you're setting it up for yourself. Again, you have to have some kind of side business that you know you have income from from okay Uh, but the 401k the solo 401k is a great option because they have high contribution limits you can make contributions as both the employee and the employer just like if you know again owning your own business here okay um the potential downside though is that the irs requires 401k or solo 401k holders to make substantial reoccurring payments on this account, which means it has less flexibility when it comes to how often and how much you want to save. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, it's out there, it's an option, but just make sure that you understand all of the cost mm-hmm. and the benefits. Right. And the work that's going to go into it. Cause right. you know, some of them have more work than others. Right. So yeah, to get them all set up and ready to go. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds What's good. next, Miss Danielle? Let's see. What do you want to talk about next? Um, do you have any other options you want to talk about? Well, you know, you've got, at? yeah, you know, you've got, um, if you don't have a plan at work, we've been talking about what are your options mm-hmm. and you have what we call the simple I- or SEP IRAs. You've got the solo 401ks, but the simple IRA is also another option. Uh, simple IRA is also another option. If you, again, you have a little side business mm-hmm. that you'd like to contribute for your future. Okay. Okay. Um, you have limits on that as well that are much higher than an IRA, but um, again, it, it's a little bit less flexibility because you have to uh, put money in as the business owner as well. So again, it's those are all options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you have to do it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just things to ask questions about, right? We're trying to give you information to say, hey, you know, I've heard about SEP IRAs and solo 401ks and, and, you know, simple IRAs, you know, just tell me a little bit more so that people can make decisions. Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So, um, those are the options. Mm -hmm. If you have a side business Mm -hmm. for saving money, if you don't have a plan at your main job. Right. Okay. Right. Um, or even if you don't have a main job and you just own your own business, those are options. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, part of all this is, you know, we talk about retirement savings and whatnot, but we also, uh, like to give at the first of the month mm-hmm. a market update. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to bring on, as we ever do every month, mm-hmm. um, uh, Matt Bryant from Gradient Investments, and he's going to give us a market update, a recap, and, and some of the things that you can do and think about for your portfolio. Yep, always like to hear from Matt. Yeah, it's good. It's a good, it's a good deal there. So, All right. Okay, every month we bring you Matt Bryant from Gradient Investments to give us a little market update to tell us what's going on in the markets how you can possibly benefit from that. All of that is every month with Matt Bryant. So here we go. Matt Bryant, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, Brock. How you doing? Uh, well, I'm doing great. It's Saturday morning. It's like 7.30. We've had tons of coffee. I'm hyped up. I'm ready to go. We've got a great show already, and we're going to continue here with one more segment after we talk to you. But 
What tell us a little bit about what's going on in the market so far this year? Yeah, so you know, we started January on an absolute tear in the equity markets. Uh, it was almost a record-setting month until we hit, you know, July or January 26 or so, and we saw the first equity correction that we've had in uh, about a year and a half. So, equity markets fell by about 10 percentage points. Things have been very choppy since then. Uh, what we have seen though since uh, July 1st is a pretty strong rebound in the markets. You know, the S&P 500 in July was up over three and a half percent. International equities were up about 2.3, 2.4%. Bond markets held flat, held steady. Uh, But yeah, we did see a a pretty significant rebound after watching the first roughly six months of the year just uh, have heightened volatility. Right, right. You know, and volatility is always going to be prevalent, right? I mean, in other words, it's mm-hmm. it's it's always that that quote unquote roller coaster when you're talking about equities, but in the end, you know they usually go up over time. Okay, um, but you know when you're talking about different sectors, you know you've got um, you know growth and you've got value, and sometimes value stocks do better than growth stocks, and it seems like the trend has been that growth stocks are kind of doing a little bit better here in the last what year or eighteen months? Is that about right? Right, right. So. If you think about the S&P 500 made up of roughly half value, half growth type companies, growth has really driven a lot of the returns as of late. And you'll probably hear about the FANG stocks um, driving a lot of of the growth. What we think we may have started to see come since January or July 1st is value actually outperformed last month. So we might have seen the inflection point where value going forward is a better spot to be. We won't know, of course. And um, you know, long term, but things are, the trade seems to be shifting back and it, it just highlights the importance of being properly diversified. That does help you ride out some of the volatility a little bit better. Right. So Matt, let's take a step back. Can you tell us the difference? Like most people, I think listening to our show probably don't understand the difference between a value stock and a growth stock. Can you explain that real quick? The differences there? Yeah. So if you think about growth stocks, uh, these are companies that uh, they're well, as the name suggests, they're in growth mode. So they are reinvesting in the company. They're not necessarily paying out a dividend to shareholders. They are more rapidly growing than their value counterparts. Uh, in a lot of cases, they tend to be somewhat disruptive in their industries, so innovative in a way. Value stocks are typically your blue chip type companies, your larger, more well-established firms. They have good cash flow. They have very solid fundamentals. They tend to pay a dividend back to shareholders. They're not as flashy. You know, they're not as right. uh, potentially high flying as your growth counterparts, but they are more stable, generally speaking. That's awesome, man. You mentioned Fang too. So just to kind of give people an update on that, that's the Fang stocks are more the growth, you know, f- it stands for Facebook. Um, what else do we have in there? What's the A? Amazon, we have, uh, Amazon, Netflix, Netflix and, and then, then Google, and then Google. Or Alphabet. Yeah. Right, Alphabet now. So anyway, all right, Matt. Hey, thanks for the education here on what's going on in the markets and a little bit about what's, what's uh, happening. So appreciate it. Thanks for your time. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we focus on making life transitions easier. That's why we put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouses. Give us a call at 573-332-7855 or visit us online at theinnovativeteam.com. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to our last segment of the week on the Retirement Playbook with Rock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. <laughs> that was kind of scary. I know. I don't know if I like that. That you was kind of gremlin. Variety is the spice of life, Miss Danielle. <clears throat> but that was kind of gremlin-ish. It was kind of scary. Well, yeah, that's okay, too. It's because it's our last segment, right? <laughs> <laughs> Had too much coffee. <laughs> too much coffee. All right. So we've talked a lot about options for people who do not have an employer-sponsored plan option. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think we have a few more things we'd like to talk about. You know, in case some of the things we've um, talked about are traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, SEP IRAs, solo 401ks, simple IRAs. Did I miss anything? 
those some of the topics we've talked about in the show? No, I mean, and a lot of those are for people that own their own business or that have a side business. You know, freelance. Maybe they work at a place full time and they don't have the 401k, but um, uh, they have a side business that mm-hmm. they can um, uh, use some of that income to save for their future. Yeah, So, yeah, so that's what we've been talking about the entire show. But now let's talk specifically about people that don't have a side mm-hmm. business, don't have any other option. Right. You know? And that obviously the number one thing would be the IRAs. Right. Um, and so <clears throat> whether it be a traditional or a Roth, you know, is a general rule. I think if you're younger, it's a really good idea to at least take a hard look at the Roth IRA. Um, you know, one of the things that <clears throat> I like to talk about here this year is the fact that we have this tax law change. Mm-hmm. Most people's paychecks have been adjusted and you're getting more money already. If they have not, you will get a better refund or you have to pay less when you file your taxes. You're going to see some change. You're going to see a change. Yeah. Okay. And so what do we do? Mm-hmm. What, do, what, do we, what are you doing if you've already had the change at work and you have a little bit more money in your paycheck? Right. What are you doing with what it? What are you doing with it? Hopefully not spending it. Right. So what, let's <laughs> develop all of a it plan. At least. If you're not saving the amount of money you should. So how do you know? how much you should be saving. Mm-hmm. Get with a financial services professional yeah, yeah, to understand retirement planning. Set some goals. And set some goals and put that money in at 401k if you have it available. And if you don't, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we've been talking about, the basis of our show is if you don't have a plan of work, put it in an IRA right. outside. Yep. And let's do something what we call direct deposit. Mm-hmm. So you Or or you can do payroll deduction. Correct. Some employers allow you to do that. Yeah. Where your paycheck you know, they don't have a plan at work, but you can defer or you can direct, say, I don't know, 50 bucks a month or mm-hmm. over 50 bucks a paycheck and put it into an IRA. Right. And if you don't have that available, don't make that an excuse. Yes. Go ahead, directly deposit to your bank account. And then from there, direct it out every single month mm-hmm. to an IRA. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So there's solutions for everyone. Right. That's exactly right. No matter what you got going on. No matter what you got going on. <laughs> So let's say you don't know, um, let's say you're maxing out your IRAs. Or even if you're saying, you know what, the IRA is not an option for me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I may need that money mm-hmm. and I don't want to pay a 10% federal tax penalty. Right. If you have to take if it out. If you have to take yeah. it out yep. and then pay the taxes and all that, it could be a, a nightmare. I want to just save money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's okay. That's called be able an to get it. after-tax contribution. Now, we'll say this. That may be a reason to do the Roth. Mm. And here's why. you can all, There's a thing called a five-year rule with a Roth IRA that it says you can get to all of the Roth IRA if you've had it for five years or you're 59 and a half. Okay? But you can always take your contribution that you put into that Roth and take it out. Now, I don't like to advertise that mm-hmm. because I want people to keep that money in their Roth IRA. Because it's a retirement plan. <laughs> because it's a retirement plan. It's yeah. not a savings account. It's not an emergency account. Right, or right. It shouldn't be treated that way. But the, 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 the deal is, is that you can take out your contribution to a Roth IRA at any time for any reason. Mm-hmm. No penalty. Mm. Yeah. So that's good to know. So there's no excuse yeah, not to do no that. Yeah, no excuse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But let's just say, okay, Brock, I now understand that. And I've maxed out my four, mm-hmm. my IRA, or I don't want to deal with any of those rules, right? And I just want to invest money on an after-tax basis. What so are my it's options? There. What mm-hmm. are my options? Okay. And I'm here to tell you, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing. You know, saving money is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, yeah, okay, fine. You're worried about some of the rules and regulations and those kinds of things that come with saving money for retirement. The reason why there's rules is because there's benefits tax free at the end Mm -hmm. of the road. Right. That's the benefit. There's always a trade off. There's always a trade off. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Or you've had tax deferral. Mm -hmm. Okay. For all those years. Yep. So let's say you don't want to deal with that. You can always put money in, in an after tax brokerage account. Okay. Yep. Okay. And again, I'm going to keep harping on this, but you have extra money now. Because of the tax break that right. you've received through the new tax law. So do something about it. It's a good time to plan for your retirement. Do something about it. Yep. It's like anything in life. It's a choice. What are you going to do with the extra money? Mm-hmm. So 
Talk to me a little bit more about these brokerage accounts, though. Okay. So, and I have a lot of clients that do this, mm-hmm. right? They have mm-hmm. their tax money. Uh, you pay your taxes as you go. By the way, it's the same concept. We're paying taxes at the lowest rates possible. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. the lowest rates possible, but the lowest right. rates in our history. Tax rates. As of today. <laughs> well, as of today. Yep. <laughs> so why not do that? Right. And right. I'm going to say, you know what? At least you're saving money. Yeah, absolutely. I still recommend at least doing the Roth IRA, but maybe right. you make too much. Or again, maybe you've already maxed out your 5500 mm-hmm. You know, whatever the situation may be. This may be. Yeah. Investing on an after-tax basis is not a bad idea. Right, right. Okay. Yep. Um, I have a lot of clients that have, uh, quote unquote, designated retirement funds, and they're on an after-tax basis. Mm-hmm. They pay the taxes as they go. Yep. And, uh, uh, and 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 worst case scenario is that let's say you buy stocks or whatever, and you're paying your capital gains because you've held them for more than a year, and so they're taxed at a lower rate than ordinary income. Mm-hmm. That's lower than what an IRA withdrawal would be because those are always taxed at. Uh, ordinary income rates, right. which are higher than the capital gains. Right. I mean, for example, right now, capital gains rates. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. So you're investing on an after-tax basis. Okay. Loving your soapbox you're about to go on. Well, <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> let's go for it. You're investing on an after-tax basis, right? You get no tax benefits whatsoever, except for this, capital gains rates. Capital gains rates on people that make less than $77,000 joint. It's actually 77200 okay? If your taxable income falls below 38000 for a single or 77200 for a joint, guess what you pay in capital gains taxes? What? No, it's a question. you got to answer. I don't know. I'm horrible at guessing these. Just guess. I don't know. I always guess $1 million. <laughs> no, what tax rate would you be in? Uh, what? what, what how, Zero. Oh, zero. Okay. Zero yeah, is the yeah, answer. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're selling a stock and you have fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, no, yeah, no, yeah. Because no, no, it goes towards your tax anyway, Right, that, right. That was a bad example. Bad okay. example. Give us a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you have five thousand dollars of gain in this particular transaction. Okay. It's capital gains, right? Mm-hmm. If your income, which by the way, that capital gain goes towards and counts towards the income. Okay. Okay. So that five thousand dollars of gain gets t- counted towards the income of of uh, or calculating how much would be uh, taxable. And if your income with that is below 77200 jointly, you pay zero, pay zero. In income tax wow. on that. Wow, okay. Or capital yeah. gains tax. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about if you make more than 77000 joint. If you make more than $77,000 joint all the way through, wow, two hundred. no, excuse me, $479,000 joint. Okay. Gosh, that's a big spread. It's a okay. big spread. Yeah. Then it's 15%. Wow. Right. Okay. It's so really, and so really let's, low. Let's correlate that over here. So let's say you, I said seventy-seven thousand. So it's more than that, but it's less than four seventy-nine. So let's just say it's a hundred thousand dollars joint income for a couple. You're going to be in the twenty-four percent tax bracket, uh, marginal rate. Okay, that's your marginal tax rate is twenty-four percent um, on a hundred thousand dollars of income, and you're paying fifteen on capital gains. Mm. So what is that? That's nine percent lower. Than ordinary income, which is where your IRA withdrawals are taxed at. Right now, you got a benefit. Yeah, you got a tax yeah. benefit for yeah, putting yeah. that money in the IRA. So that's I get that. I mean, we're not comparing apples to apples. Here. Right, this is right, apples right. to oranges. I'm just, but it's just giving uh, you information. Right, it's not the end of the world. Okay, and especially let's just say you're at seventy five thousand dollars. Man, what a great deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a great deal. Yeah. Okay, so investing on an after tax basis that uh, for funds that are designated mm-hmm. for retirement is not a bad deal. Yep. You feel better? I feel better. <laughs> I feel better. All, all that, all that. But hey, what great information though. I think it is great hopefully our listeners I mean, are realizing you know, how much you know and I'm always impressed by that. So so 15% for most people. Because mm-hmm. I think, well, I don't know, 77,000 is still a pretty good amount of money. Oh yeah. But but for most people, seventy-seven thousand—that's where they're going to fall in. Seventy-seven thousand, all the way up to four seventy-nine. They're going to be somewhere in that mm-hmm. range, which means fifteen percent capital gains tax, right, on transactions, right, outside of a qualified plan. So, guys, you know they have that. You guys, you have the traditional IRA. You've got the Roth IRA. If you have any kind of freelance income outside of your employer, all that stuff, okay. Or let's say the person is maxing out all of that already, like you're maxing out the Roth IRA. Investing on an after-tax basis with a capital gains rate of fifteen percent is not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. that's right. My, that's my point. Yep, right? I get it. It's a good and point. And you have extra money. 
to do this. And what I tell people all the time, we do these tax workshops, right, mm-hmm. around town. Sure do. Which, by the way, we've got four of them coming out in September. We We're do. really going to hit the ground running in September with these workshops. And if you're interested, just stay tuned, okay? Uh, because, again, we're going to do f- about four of them in mm-hmm. September. Yeah, or give we'll us a We'll do a couple in October. So tax workshops and ta- how taxes relate to your retirement mm-hmm. uh, is, is the topic. And they're really good workshops. If you you know, uh, if you know need information or want information about that, again, we can get that to you. Yep. Um, so, so uh, you know, we want you to drive through the front windshield. Yes. When it comes to your tax situation. Yes. We don't, we're, we're tired. Well, not through we, the windshield. Look through the windshield. <laughs> look through the windshield. The front windshield. Uh, yeah, the front windshield. And that's the difference with taxes. You always look in the rear mirror because you take all your tax information, you take it to your accountant, they fill out the tax, say, okay, this is what you owe. Let's do some planning now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that will help you with your tax situation that you can actually do something about this year. Yep, less surprises. When you're doing your taxes in March, April, February, whenever you do them. Too late. It's too late. Yep, too late. So let's start looking through the front windshield when we're driving versus the rear of your mirror. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's a lot safer. It is. It's a lot safer. I hope you're not driving backwards anyway, but. <laughs> but you're, but to your point, yes, you do when it comes to taxes because it's already done. It's we're already wanting, we're, done. We're wanting you to plan ahead. We want you to plan ahead. Yep. And there's opportunities, especially with this new tax law, for you to do that. And if you're not taking advantage of that, if you're not talking to your advisor about that, or if he's or she, or she is not talking to you about that, you're missing the boat. Right. Okay. Yep. Call us 573-332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Yep. All right. That's it for this week. That's all we have time for. Yep. And uh, I hope everybody has a great week, and we will talk to you next week. It's all the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Annuities are not guaranteed by FDIC or any other governmental agency and are not deposits or other obligations of or guaranteed or endorsed endorsed by any bank or savings association. When considering replacing or transferring out of an annuity, it is important to understand what costs may be incurred, such as surrender charges and the loss of death and or income benefits. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.